ask you this morning to be with us, to help us understand and to know you better, to hear your words and to be able to kill that fire. The fuego is in our hearts to be able to understand it better. Leave my words this morning so I can share what you want us to do with that fuego. Um, actually, I need to do something before I start. So. <laughs> So if you can see, that's the lamp, which today is uh, it's kind of hard to, uh, a little bit hard for me to talk about this because we all go through rough times in our lives and uh, when it comes to it, we all think that uh, we're not worthy to be here. Sometimes we feel like we've done so many things wrong that uh, we don't deserve to be, to have the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. to have the fuego on our lives. So I have a, a slide for it, uh, which is gonna be here in a minute. Mm. Um, This is so we can see there are a bunch of different lamps. They're all different. They, we have uh, different shapes, styles, and uh, you know, it's, for me, the lamp will represent us as a human beings. So I'll refer to that. Uh, the fuego represent the Spirit of God. So, while I'm going through it, you can think about which type of lamp you think you are. Right? There is one on the wall, one hanging in the porch, outside the porch, there is like outdoor lamp, and there is like a poncho, even like the fancy type, shiny, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever you think you are, is not really important, really. <laughs> Why I'm saying this? Because 
we struggle sometimes and we want to show something that we're not, especially in church. We want to like come Sundays and like everything that I have this week, I just leave it at home because I wanted to see them good. I'm the person who is a good Christian, which is right there. Which one we think we are? You know, it's even one that's like it's off. It's not right on. We can see and read the passage that it talks about the sea throwing it there, here, and which one it grows, which one it doesn't. And I'm gonna skip that part until the end because the one that I wanna talk about is the plant under the bed. But today I don't see any plant under the bed. We'll have our lamps holding it right here. The hard part of that is what to do with it. What do you think you have to do with it? What do you think the purpose of holding the lamp is about? Whether it's just holding it or putting it on the table, putting it on the stand. What do you want to do with that? This, that's the question that I always ask myself. What do I want to do with that lamp? And honestly, I, I'm still done now. <laughs> what I know is, I, ha I have it. Everybody has it. Sometimes it's really hard able to understand what is the lamp, what that means for ourselves and our lives. It means that we're good, we're good Christians, we have God in our life and that that is all that matters, or whether we know what to do with it. Are you okay just holding the lamp? Or are you okay just leaving the lamp on the table? What do you want to do with that? Or do you want to do anything with that? It is kind of hard to understand or to get the right answer because we think sometimes I'm holding it, which is I'm holding the lamp, but I feel so heavy. If we pick the new, the new and shiny lamp, I can refer that to a new Christian, a new believer, because everybody has a lamp. Now the question is, the lamp is light, it's lit. That's when God, the Holy Spirit comes to your heart and light it up. And the gospel says, you gotta be the light of the darkness, that light. So everybody has a lamp, everybody owns that. Now this lit, everybody can 
can see something different in your life. Something that will is drawn, you know, people is drawn to it because it's dark and people get get used to it. I don't know if you ever, you know, when all the lights are off, your eyes adjust to it and you're able to see blurry, but maybe it's a shirt there, but you're walking and oh, right? But when you see like a tiny light, what do you do? You walk away from it, but you go towards the light to grab it. That's what I would do, just go towards it. We, we, we think that uh, just having that lamp light is good enough. So we start asking ourselves what to do with it because you can say, voila, it's not under the bed anymore. I'm holding it and I'm good with it. I don't want to know what, what to do with it. And that is the reason I have that. Because I can leave the lamps like that. And if I come here and do this, we go up. You can see more plain. If I do this, less. Right? Same with this one. You go up, more. So now, let's go to the next one. There is different colors, different styles, as we saw. But this one represents the different, um, they're all the same, but there's different colors. And there's the old pirate one right there. Um, my point on that is we might be different as a shape, maybe in color also. But you know what? One thing that they have in common. You see, some of that you can see a bit. The light. They begin with the same. So it doesn't really matter what color, shape, or form the lamp is. What is important is the fuego, fire, the Holy Spirit. Even the pillar one, like right there, it's all rusty. I feel like it's not worth it. It's And you know, some people can look into that and say, like, oh, I can clean this up, make it look, you know, presentable, and let's do a vintage lamp. And I guessing that you sell that. You even sell that even for more money than what Torino price was when it was 
something special, something they went through through a lot. And we don't know, we don't know the history, we don't know where it was, we don't know what type of work that that was doing, if it was outside, inside. We don't know that. But you see something there. They say it's worth it to fix it because the important thing is like life. It doesn't matter how it looks, it doesn't matter if you think it's worthless, it's garbage. When you need the light, it's gonna be provided by God. We think we're not worthy. We think we're not good enough. We've done so many things wrong. We find a lot. We, <laughs> we ignore when we hear God speaking to our lives because it says, no, I feel like telling this, but no, it's just, no. I need to be nice, I need to be a good Christian. I need to, to have the newest model there so everybody can see like, there he is. And sometimes, you know, you come to that and realize it's fine. It's not under the bed, it's not off. The light is still there. Now, what do you want me to do with this? Because what I want is not the same what you want. And that's the hard part that I struggle with. So I want to do something. The guy says, do this. I don't want to do it. So I do my own thing. We have to understand the type of lamp we are. How? Well, I think that's you know something that we all have to ask God. I can tell you how I do it, but that doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. The important thing is like He will answer the question. You're probably not gonna like it. You probably say, "No, I'm hearing this wrong," because I want to be. An inside lab. I want to be in an outdoor lab. Or even the one that you just get and just start walking, which leads to the next slide. You start walking. You hold it right there in the darkness. It's creating light. Why? Because you think you have to do that? Because you were called to do that. Because that's the purpose of it. You think that lamp, which is getting hot, right? It's meant to be an outdoor. Well, could be in a good weather like this. At night, it will provide light. It won't go off because you know this prevents the air to just turn it off. Which most, most people don't understand, they just want to do it. But when rain comes, bad weather, I guarantee you it's gonna be off. 
Why? Because it wasn't meant to be a problem. So we'll have the time. What are we going to do with it? What is the best thing we can do? Sometimes I feel like I should be doing this at church because I feel like I feel better doing that. I feel comfortable doing that. Maybe that feels comfortable going outside. It's not meant for that. That doesn't mean it's bad. That doesn't mean it's not going to lie at night. It's not going to show that the fuego is in there. What? But when the hard times comes, it will go off. Have you ever asked yourself, God, what do you want me to do with this? Instead of telling yourself, I want God, I want to do this. And I'm going to do it. Help me. I think that's wrong. Because I done. And it's really hard. You get tired. You cry. You get frustrated like, when you ask what do you want me to do with this? I don't know. My life is a mess. I feel tired. I feel like I don't deserve this. I feel like this is not for me. I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. But you don't want to do it because you're in the wrong place. Go inside and you will see. This one, which is up now, is no more valuable than the one outside. Because it's creating life, fuego, fire. Holy Spirit is dead. But through the one outside, people are going to see it. They're going to come in, and they're going to still be able to have life because of this one. We all work together <coughs> because we are the children of God. We all have the fire. Whether you realize it, whether you feel it, whether you don't feel worthy, it doesn't matter. You have life. What do you want to do with that? I'm not good enough. It doesn't matter. You're not good enough. He's going to make you good enough for what he has for you. Are we willing to ask ourselves that question? Are we willing to ask him, lead the way? Tell me what to do with the knowledge you have given me, the, the, the strength, and all of it. I might feel... Like the old man. It doesn't matter because the, the fire, the fuego isn't there. Once you turn all the lights off, you're not going to be able to tell which type of lamp is it. You're going to be able to tell the fire, the, the fuego, the light isn't it. I've I done so many things. I wasn't a Christian before. I, I don't think I. I have that strength, I have that. 
to be able to stand here and share. I feel ashamed of myself. If that's what you're feeling, I will say this fine. Because you are aware of where you've been. That you, you are aware of where you want to be. We'll come here and feel that fire. Which temple lamp are we? Which temple lamp I am? Having the fire doesn't mean you're going to be set for life. As you see, when I didn't plan this, <laughs> the one is off. And I think it's because thing inside is too short to get the oil. So it went off. When we don't ask, how do I keep it lit? That's gonna happen. <laughs> when we don't ask ourselves, how to refill that oil inside. We're gonna run out. Which temple of love are you? The one that is gonna ask this one for more fuego to get it going again? You're gonna keep asking and asking and asking because you're so lazy <laughs> to change. And it's hard. Change is hard, isn't it? At least for me, it's really hard. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be speaking to you. Because I never thought, you know, that I would be here speaking. It's not my first language. So, like, maybe I will say something. Maybe they would understand what I'm saying or what's the point of it. I'd rather not do it. But then again, the fire that you have, the same that I have. Through Jesus, there's not a problem. To the Holy Spirit, even with that speaking, you can tell it. He has it. <laughs> yes, we do have it. What do we plan to do with that? Are we planning to ask the next one? Or are we willing to go to the hard path to learn? how to fix that and stop asking for more. Because eventually, this one is going to get tired and it's going to say, you do your own thing, let me be. <laughs> because it's not coming from him. 
Somebody else is doing it. So he might give you some for a little while. It's like, you know what? You know how to do it. Do it yourself. What are we willing to put ourselves through? It's if that one says, like, I don't want to have the fire unless I'm outside, and then I will lit again. You're not made for that. The important is not where we are, what we do, because that doesn't matter. Light is light, fuego is fuego. The Holy Spirit that you have, same that I have. Why? Because through his eyes, we're all the same. The people, you go to the, the one that we had before, the slide. Yeah. You, people get so focused on which type of lamb I am. What color do I want to be? What ethnicity are you? Oh, okay. This one goes right here. The next one goes right here. This one goes right here. But you know what happened when you take the lamp away and you keep the fire? You come all together and you make a there. So now, the lamp matters? Or what is inside? I don't think it matters. Because at the end, if I break this right now, it's full of oil. It will go to the ground, and then it will make it bigger. And if I bring another one, just break it, break it, break it, the fuego is going to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Sometimes we don't want that. It's like, no, I want to keep mine. I understand it, but I want to keep mine here because it's so shiny, it's so nice. <laughs> it cost me a lot. I went through so much to get this. I want to give it up. Why not? You're afraid. You don't want to do that because you don't know what's going to happen. You feel like, ah, I'm not in control. I'm holding the lamp. Where do I need to go? I have a light in there, but I don't know what to do with it. That's why it says, put the light on the stand. Right there. That way, you're not going to get tired. You're putting yourself in the hands of God. From there on, he's going to tell you, you're going outside, you're staying here, you're doing this, you're going to do that. I have two things to share. 
Because we all go through that. Doesn't matter if you're the pastor of the church, a staff member, or just a member. We all go through the same thing. We all have that fire, that fuego on us. So when I was going through that, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit so bad because it's hard. I'm getting paid. I don't get it. This is, I want to be just, you know, just on the table. I'm good with that. I don't care if I'm going outside. I don't care about where you want me. I just want to be. But I was willing to ask the Christian, what do you want me to do? And I got a response. I didn't like it. God told me, you know what? You have built a house and I gotta burn it down to the ground. I'm standing there seeing it what I built. Just kidding, fire. Got a bucket. Trying to put it off. It's not working. Why? Why do you teach me how to build something? And then you gotta get it on fire. Like he said, I'm gonna burn it down. The last piece. Everything. And I'm going to feel something that's going to last forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, then that's harsh. Sometimes we need to ask those questions. You think I wanted that answer? No. I was expecting, yeah, go ahead, go, in, go inside, enjoy it. Now it's yours. You're done. You know what to do. You know where things are. You're going to be in the table forever. It's like, no. I'm gonna, why do you want me to spend? And I'm still standing right here with the bucket of water, just seeing it burn. I know why I need to do, I just don't want to do it. So I just need to let it go. And it's easy for me to say, I'm done. Just gonna let God work in my life, build whatever He wants to build. It's really easy for me to say. 
but it's really, really hard to do. So that made me remember something. Experience a fact. Back in Mexico, and my own business, which is you have to go and set up. It's like a flea market that you have to go early and set up, right? All the time, whatever. Really early in the morning. It was like. 4.40 in the morning, something like that, about to be parked there. My, si my sister, sister was with me, and uh, we all have our, you know, set up, and we, we knew what to do. So she was cleaning this spot that I was going to break the And I saw a car behind me, like far, far, you know, parking there. Like, oh, must be a early morning person who's getting groceries. So I looked at it, I was like, hmm. turn around. And then when I turn again, I see this guy in front of me with a shotgun. Pointing at me. I was like, hmm, that looks real. <laughs> and I keep staring to that. He's, he told me, give me all your money. And I didn't even care about it. I was like, that looks real. Sometimes we don't realize it, but how dangerous the situation is. I keep thinking, that looks real. And then another guy comes out, stand next to him. He keep asking me for my money. I was like, which money? I'm here to get money. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here because I don't have any money. But I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't able to say anything to the guy. I was just staring to that. So I, I, I saw a shadow on the side. But I was just staring to that. I couldn't keep my eyes away from that. And then I, you know, he punched me in the face. The guy who was coming on the side, just running. So I was really close to the car. I didn't fall down. I just went like this. And that was it. The fire that I had, it went like this. <laughs> oh, you don't do that to me. You're done. And I keep thinking, my sister is in that side. So I just gotta get the guy. And like, I. In my mind, I don't want it. I'm like, it's done. You guys are done. And I forgot they can use that. 
So I was going to tell the guy, do it again and see what happens. I didn't care that he had shark. I was going for it. Halfway of saying that. Do it. I saw the guy looking at me. I don't know if you remember those scary movies that you see the guy's eyes like this, all shiny, shaking. He had the same eyes. I was like, what? I was like, what are you? Why did you? Are you scared? Are you kind of gone, dude. You shouldn't be scared. He was looking at The other guys started running. And the guy was like this. And then he started running. So I stood there for like a couple seconds, but it, for me it was long. Like, <laughs> what? What did they saw? What did the guy saw? So like I just came back like, oh, the guy's running. So I started running and chasing after him. Of course, you know, he still has that shotgun, but I was like, I don't care. So the guy was crawling on the floor, he couldn't run. He was crawling, crawling there. And I was like, I know you. I see your face. You come back again. Ooh. And then he just went inside the car. He apparently did not good at it because they turned off the car. The car was like, you're supposed to leave the car on when you do this. The guy, I think they locked the door because the guy couldn't open it. I was like, I almost went like, they took off. Now, until this day, I don't know what the guy saw. But knowing that I have that, I can imagine what he did, why he was shaking. It didn't matter what type of light I was. Like, the light was in lamp is what it matters. Sometimes I didn't, I didn't even realize, I didn't say, God, help me. I didn't say that. And I shoot up. But he went like, I got it. I got it. Don't do anything. Maybe if I done it, I don't know, I would have been here. It could have done something to my sister. I don't know. That makes me. The first one made me remind. Second one. Why am, am I so afraid if I know he has me? Why do I doubt, doubt myself? I don't have the lamp under the bed anymore. I'm holding it. But I don't want to let go in because I want to find out which place I belong. Outside, inside, ministry, evangelism, uh, being a pastor, 
or like just going out, spreading the word, sitting here, and make people see the light, come in, and it's like, ask you, you're different, like, you want to be different as well? You can join us. It doesn't matter what color, what shape, if you think you're not worthy, the light can still be lit. Let's go for the folding one. Now, you're holding the light. I share a little bit of what's going on here. I ask you, what do you want to do now? You know you have fire. The fuego is in you. It's not doubt. But if you don't find out, you're lazy to find out. This is where you're going to be. You still own the land, but you don't have any fuego. Don't blame God. Don't say, you let me down. You didn't answer my question. Not the way you want it, but he did. I didn't want to hear that you're going to burn down your house. I didn't want to hear that. But he answered. Now, I was willing to listen, not what I wanted, but what he wanted. Where are you right now? You feel like it's not, you're not worthy? You feel like you're holding it. You're so tired. I'm done with this. I'm so tired to be tired. Find out. Don't be scared. He's with you like he was with me that day. I forgot. Have you forgotten what he can do? It's not just in the Bible. I've been through so many things that I feel like like the old resting one. I feel that way. But he has shown me every single time, I am not you. I don't deserve that. Why? There's people who are looking for you, who are looking for those answers, like, I have them also. But you go into this because you have a purpose. You have a purpose as well. Now, go and find it. Because if you don't, it's going to be like that. Which type of lamb are you? The one that asks? The annoying one? Keep asking and asking and asking, and you don't want to learn how to ask yourself? How to ask God? You, you don't want to know yourself how to do it. You don't want to go through the hard things. You just want to church. I feel good. Worship is great. I feel it. And when I go home, it's over. Now you can go home and still have the fuego in you. You just have to want it.
you want to keep coming and do the same, eventually you're not going to be able because it's not going to be any oil on you. Just emptiness. The Holy Spirit is willing to be there. You just have to know how to ask. We'll go for the last one. Last slide. Have you seen this? So nice. I want to be there. I want to be there. But it's so hard to get there. Have you seen there's no lot anymore? There's just the fuego. Because when we believe in Jesus, in God, he, he doesn't care about ethnicity, where you come from, how hard it's been for you, and you feel worthy in that. We have that fire, that fuego, because by the grace of God, that's all you need. Now, if you want to be like, there, you can be. You know what you need to do? Ask. And even when you ask and you say, now I have a place in the church. I have a place that I know how to do it. You feel comfortable in it because God put you there. It's nice to think that way, then that's it. At the end, God's going to come, break the law. You guys think, what's going on? I thought I had it. Like, you had it. But now, there's not time to be alone anymore. You did your job. Now all of us are going to come together to that place. Well, the lamp doesn't matter anymore. I want to be there. That's why the seed doesn't grow. Because you don't know, you don't know where to plant it. You think you have it, Nothing here, it's a bunch of rocks, it's not gonna grow. You have to know where. You have to know the right place. How do you find out? Ask him. Look for that. God will tell you. But probably it's not what you expected, it's not what you want. So thank you for that. And I know this was different. I didn't go to the verse. But I hope that this can make you read that again and put yourself in it to understand it better. In your own way, you're going to say, huh, I get it. Read to it. Say, like, teach me how. Teach me where he will do it.
Let's pray. God, we ask you for the fuego on us. Teach us how to use it. Teach us how to do more, how to do better. Use us. Let us be one all together. Let us forget about which kind, which color, where you come from. If you feel rusty, it doesn't matter. What matters is the Holy Spirit that you give us. That's what unites the church. That's what is going to unite every single one of us. Forget about politics. Forget about what clouds are in minds. Forget about all that. Let's focus on the fuego that is inside of us. The Holy Spirit will guide us, will teach us the way. Because that's your word. Let us be one. Let us be that fire that is calm and together make a bigger light so everybody can see it and they want it to join. Those who are think that they're not worthy, the light is off. With that fire, the lamp is going to take again. Let us be one. Amen.